Mom to Mom podcast. We're three generations of moms who've experienced nearly every season of motherhood. Of course, we don't have all the answers, but you can be sure that we'll always point you to the one who does. We're pouring a cup of coffee and we're chatting motherhood today. Pull up a chair. We're really glad you're here. know if this ever happens to anyone else. Maybe it's just me. But so often when I see my kids acting selfish or maybe saying unkind words to each other, reacting with criticism or any other example of really bad character, I come face to face with myself. That selfish decision that they just made was one they, they had seen me make just a few weeks earlier. Those unkind words they just spoke were the ones they learned from me. The harsh criticism they just doled out to a sibling was something I had tossed out at them. More often than not, my kids are like a mirror, revealing my own bad character. And as the old saying goes, more is caught than taught. And I can't think of too many examples of that proverb that carry more weight than character. Mamas, whether we want to admit it or not, little eyes are always watching us. And they're going to parrot back, not just what we say, but what we do. So it goes without saying that if we want to raise kids with character, we have to lead by example. I'm Jamie Erickson, and I'm here with my fellow mamas, Kate Battistelli and September McCarthy, and we're here to talk character training today. Welcome, ladies. I'm sure you'll agree with me that the world is trying to feed our children bad examples of character by fire hose. I'm not just talking about big, obvious character issues like embezzling money or committing heinous crimes. I'm talking about the little things, the everyday actions that reveal our true selves, like calling in sick to work when we're really not, or piggybacking on a friend's internet service or Amazon password just to save a few bucks, or even canceling on a commitment at the very last minute when we really don't need to. All of these daily examples that our children see played out in the world. And this is what we as parents are up against. Now, to some extent, we're swimming upstream, sometimes just dog paddling to stay alive against the lack of character in our current culture. So I'm wondering, with that in mind, how early is too early to start teaching character to our kids? And, and how do we even start? You know, Jamie, I don't think it's ever too early because what you model, your children will follow. So it's up to us to set that example of excellence in our households for our children to emulate. To me, it's a parent's job to set the example and teach our children the value of, oh, all those character things like diligence and integrity, honesty, the hallmarks of character. We are their first example of those things. So it's up to us to model them every day. And if we don't, they're, they're not gonna see them in the culture that's around us. So it's very, very important to start as soon as they can understand what you're saying, which is pretty little. Yes, yes, yes. I 100% agree with that. It is never too early to begin teaching kids character because what our little ones see and hear begins with us, just like you both said. You know, I like to think of character as something that we weave into the DNA of our lives. It's not a lesson that is mandatory or necessarily even sometimes explained, um, whether it's our work ethics, 
our words or even our relationships with other people, our friendships that our kids see, character is always being taught even when they're little. Yeah, I think it's not always um, convenient to teach character, but it is the most important work. And I think that it happens best when we really just grab those teachable moments that happen in, in the real, real moments of living. I think character training has to happen early on because character begins forming early on. I remember when my daughter was about three, we were in the grocery store together and we were passing by the produce section. And as had happened before, she reached out and she grabbed a couple of grapes from the grape stand. And I had already had a conversation with her about what that really was. It was stealing. And she was taking from the store something that didn't belong to her. So we'd already had the conversation. And here she was again, taking one or two grapes, popping them in her mouth. She was hungry and she was three. And I could use that as an excuse to just let it go. You know, she's only three. She probably doesn't really understand. But I knew I had explained it to her and I knew that this was a moment that I could teach her a really big lesson, but not have the weight of that lesson be so harsh as it would be had she carried on that habit of stealing um, for years to come. So I ended up walking her up to the cash register and I said, you need to tell this woman what you just did. And she had to admit to this, you know, total stranger that she had taken two or three grapes. And it was a it was embarrassing for her. And quite frankly, it was embarrassing for me, but that embarrassment kind of taught her a lesson. And, you know, the cashier, she giggled. And of course she thought my daughter, this cute little blonde haired doe eyed girl was so cute. And how could she punish her for taking two or three grapes? And, but I made it very clear now she needs to repay for what she just did. And so the lady charged her a nickel. And at that time for a three-year-old, that was a big fat deal. But you know what? She's never stolen anything since. It was a small little lesson to teach her when she was only three, but it stuck with her. So I don't think we're ever too young to learn character because our character starts forming when we're young. So there will be moments in, in your child rearing where those teachable moments will just happen, like as was the case in the grocery store. But most of the time, Character training will just come by the example that you set, and your children will look to you for how to live their life or how to react in certain ways, how to grow their character. With that in mind, though, I do know that you girls have some specific tools that you've used over the years to help um, you nurture some good character. So it can be modeling, it can be practicing and living it out in your own life, but it can also be paired up with some real tangible tools. In fact, September, I know that was one of the reasons that we actually met. I somehow stumbled upon one of your Instagram stories one day, and I just happened to, to see you talking about some specific resources that you use to teach character. So I'm wondering if you ladies would be willing to share any tools that you've used that have helped you over the years to not just model character, but also to teach it. Well, back in the 80s, we didn't have specific tools. There was no internet yet. There was no Instagram or any of that. So my husband and I just intentionally tried to create an atmosphere in our home where our daughter's gifts were nurtured and celebrated and we set high expectations. I mean, we did our best to model a job well done in our own work. We did our best to exemplify daily in the large and the small things that anything worth doing is worth doing well and anything worth having is worth working for. 
And with that same vigilance we apply to helping our children maintain purity of heart and mind, we must face the realities of today's culture. It's important as moms to do our best to skillfully combat the culture's influences, the uncertainties, the upheavals and the shifts that are constantly competing for our children's hearts and minds. It's a different world than when I was raising my daughter and when I was raised, but it's our responsibility to help them mature and grow with an eye toward an independent future, finding their way in the world separate from mom and dad. Absolutely. It goes back to the fire hose, Kate. They're being fed the cultural character by fire hose, whether we like it or not. So that's why I think it's really important to talk about this and to, to share with each other some of these tangible tools. September, what about you? I know you have some good resources. We do. We have, you know, we have practical daily tools that we use um, all the time here. We've used them for years and we still do. Um, but, you know, I just want to kind of take it back one step before I share what those are and remind any mom listening that when you're in the Bible with your kids, you can pull character lessons for your family out of your time in the word. Every time I'm telling my kids or reading to them from the word of God, or they're doing their own study, I, that's the one of the things I tell them to pull out. I want to point them back to the reason that we're to put on good character and to put off bad character, our old nature. Why do we do that? How do we do that? And this is, we use this put off, put on, um, I, it's not really a policy, but this practice every time we're in the word, especially when we're working on character, because we always begin with character training in the non-conflict moments. So I want my kids to put off bad character when it's time to do that. But the only way to do that is to understand and know what it is and why we're doing that. We want to become more like Christ. That's why we learn character. It's not a bucket, you know, I mean, it's not a checklist of things. This is one of the things we want our kids to do. We want them to be like Christ. Uh, you know, some of the resources we've used over the years have ranged from music and songs with character tunes and fun reminders. And we're going to list those. Don't you girls think we should list those in our show notes? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've done character lessons from creation and history and science. Everything you teach your kids has a character lesson. That's how I like to think about it. You teach about Abraham Lincoln or you read them a book or they come home from school with a book about George Washington Carver in history. There's a lesson in character, perseverance, diligence, all of those things. Those are why they are heroes of the faith or heroes of history. God created science. Um, in order. Um, there's a lot of character to be learned from every opportunity in life. It's not just a resource, but it's an opportunity I like to think of. Um, but we like to use, of course, I'm going to share, you know, the character cards from September and co shop on Etsy. We use character curriculum, education material. We'll link in the show notes. Um, but I, I just want to remind moms listening that I don't like to think and have character as just one more lesson. This isn't just like a curriculum. Um, it's not just something I'm fitting in in the day because I have to. I really, really like to think about it as our DNA. Like when we're out in public and my kids are out and they think of my, you know, the McCarthy's, what do they think of? Do they think, wow, you know, Dan McCarthy, my husband or their dad has a good work ethic. He goes to work. He's honest. And I use everyday examples of, from our lives to teach my kids what character looks like. If they know what character looks like, 
that's the best resource of all. Um, but yeah, we have some great resources we can share with you um, between character cards, songs, um, tunes, some some good memory work and some practical um, steps to put those on. But I just want to begin there. You know, what does character look like? How does it look like in our home? And it's all around us every day. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with September's character cards, you want to go over to September and go and check those out. I grabbed some for myself just a few weeks ago that I'll be stashing away for this coming school year um, for our morning time together. We always kind of set aside our first moments in the day together to to pour into some of those faith things. Not that that's just the only time that we can pour into our faith and in character development, but it definitely gives it a spot in the day to make sure that we, we spend some focused time training their hearts and building their character. So I'm excited to use those cards September. September alluded to opening up the Bible and finding real life examples of both good and bad character. And we definitely do that in our house. But another thing that we do is we do that with you know, any form of literature. I think reading books to your kids are a really good inroad to having talking points for character. I think books allow you to walk in another man's shoes. They introduce perhaps scenarios and solutions that wouldn't come up naturally in the day. You know, the, the consequences of bad character, maybe the reward of good character without being preachy or naggy. It's sort of, the lesson is sort of learned kind of through osmosis, um, through good stories. Even really young children can develop things like empathy, humility, and compassion for people without even having to experience some of those difficult situations or the gritty parts of humanity for themselves. They can actually learn those lessons by looking at the lives of other people, whether that's through nonfiction biographies or just really well-written fiction. I know oftentimes when I'm reading a story out loud to my kids, we'll stop and talk about the lessons that we can draw, like September was saying, you know, put off and put on. Even if your kids are little, I remember reading like Little Toot to my kids, um, which talks about the consequences of laziness or Mike Mulligan and the Steam Shovel, another great picture book, which taught them examples of hard work. Boxes for Katya, which shows compassion and empathy and generosity. So even if your kids are little, grab some picture books, some even some toddler board books, and be willing to draw out those lessons as you're reading those books. Now, I think as you're listening to this, you might be saying to yourself, yeah, if, if character is more caught than taught, then why do we need a tool or a resource? Isn't that kind of an inauthentic way of teaching character? Why use picture books to do it? Or why use September's character cards? What would you girls say to the mom who kind of is listening to us and, and maybe puts up an eyebrow thinking, well, that doesn't seem very authentic. How can you draw real life lessons out of you know, a curriculum or a guide or a tool? I think you have to start somewhere. So start where you can and go from there. Even if it feels a little forced in the beginning, it's still important to have a, some kind of a starting place. And some of us need guidelines to get started. And I'm convinced that once you start, you'll get the hang of it and you'll begin to come up with your own ideas and tools. Begin where you can, pray a lot and ask God, what does your child or your children need to build up their character? Where, where are they lacking? What are the areas that you're seeing that, okay, we really need to work on that with this 
particular child. But remember more than anything that what you model, they will follow. So model godly character. Just continue to do that and integrity every day, even when no one is watching. In, when they don't know that you just did something that was good, that was honest, that was the right thing, where, where it might have benefited you more not to do that, but to let your kids know, you know what, I took the hard road on this particular issue and I did what most people wouldn't do, but it was the right thing to do, it was the biblical thing to do. So things like that, letting your children see those kind of things, I think are important. Yeah, I think it definitely provides some tools and a starting point, Kate, like you said, especially for the mom who's really not sure. And I think even more than that, it gives us a vocabulary to use. So for instance, um, I think one of the, the best ways that we can encourage good character and to cultivate it is by giving meaningful praise as opposed to like, nice job or good work. It's easy just to toss around words like that. But I think if you're trying to build character, you need to praise the effort more than you do, say, the result. But if your kids are not familiar with some of the terms of the vocabulary um, that revolves around character, you can say things like, well, I really appreciated how you showed integrity in that situation. And they're going to look at you like, uh, what's integrity or perseverance or whatever, a tool like September's character cards or, or any other resource that, that we'll share in the show notes will give you a vocabulary. I think it also kind of gives you a goal, um, something to look towards. It gives you direction so that you're not just shooting blindly at something. It gives you an end game to reach for. What about you, September? I know you created character cards with the intent to use them as a tool um, to help you as you nurture character, what would you say to the mom who thinks that that's just kind of inauthentic? I like to think about the analogy of um, using like a curling wand or a um, curling iron and how it's a tool. And I say this because I'm really a plain Jane and I didn't even know some of these these beautifying tool things existed. And my daughters who are older now are like, mom, you know, if you use this, it would take a lot of the frustration out of getting ready for the day. And this is how you do it. And I'm like, wow, this is a great tip. This is a great tool. And for me, that was like life-changing. I had no idea those type of things existed, you know, and that's just me, plain Jane September. But when it comes to character, this takes the guesswork out of it. This is just a resource. It's not the wholehearted answer. It's just part of the picture. It's a tool that you can use. And I, I always like to explain to other moms when they say, well, how do you use character cards or how do you use character supplemental resources? Um, and why, why can't we just teach our kids to be good or to be nice? And I would say this one, like you said, Jamie, we have to put a word to the character. A lot of kids growing up in today's culture don't even know what attentiveness means you know, if they hear the word, be, let's be attentive. Do they know what that means? Also, this is the big thing for me as a mom, practically the last thing I want to do before I go into church or go into a concert or go into a room, a play or something is sit in the car and go through a 10 step process every single time on how we're going to sit up straight, how we're going to listen to the person speaking, how we're not going to be distracting, how we're going to keep our hands in the, our lap, how we're not going to get up until intermission, how we're not going to wiggle. We're not going to eat food. We're not going to talk out loud. That's the last thing I want to do is take that moment to teach character. 
So when you're weaving it into the DNA of your day, when it's time to go into church or it's time to go into the play, you say, we're going to go in, we're going to be attentive, right? And the kids know exactly what to do. You're not going through this checklist. They've heard every day about attentiveness or whatever character quality you're working on. And then when it's time to show it, you've taken all of that work out because you've had a resource, a, a tool, something that you can use to make life easier and more simple. So those character cards of yours, September, I know there's many, many of them, but you've sort of divided them up into groups in three different groups to make it a little bit easier for a moms to tackle the character that maybe needs the most concentrated effort. Can you just tell us what three groups those are? Right. So I, we took a lot of time to create those because for many, many years, I didn't have anything that was small and handy that I could take anywhere. So we divided them into character in the home, character in the world, and character in the Bible. So like character in the Bible has a lot of the fruits of the spirit, um, joy, um, love, peace, gentleness, self-control, but the character in the home is something you will use every day. Like all the everyday character qualities, character in the world, they're a little bit more challenging things that kids are going to have to work on when they start taking on a job or going to school, um, anything like that. We just received a story back, a testimonial from a mom who was working on a character quality with her son who goes to public school. And this mom um, had had never known how to teach character. She said, this tool was like a lifesaver for me because I could just sit down every day and go through these simple steps. And we talked about it. There's a Bible verse. So it took him back to God's word. And he had trouble in school. He had behavior problems. And this was her last, she said her last hope. And she got a phone call from the school, the principal. And they said, we don't know what you're doing at home, but your son, he is changed. He is changing. He's his character. And they used the word, the character quality that she was working on. They said he is being so helpful. And that was the character quality helpful, which seems so basic to us, but that was a tool in her hand for someone. She's a working mom. She's busy. She was having trouble with her child. You know, she's exempt. She's showing great character and she's very authentic but this was a, just a resource that was another level, another aid in teaching. So if you're listening and you would like to grab September's cards, you can go to September and co and grab those. And we'll also leave the link here in the show notes. And this isn't um, just to, this isn't just a sales pitch to, to plug September's cards. I'm actually saying this because I think they're a great resource. And if you would like to grab all three, I know she sells them in a group of three. Otherwise, you can buy the individual packs to just help you as you try to nurture specific characters in your kids. So going back to that mom, September, that you had just mentioned, what about those mothers who see their kids exhibiting bad character? Or maybe if they have a kid that continues to exhibit bad character, even after it's been modeled and even after it's been taught, what then? You know, that's a tough one, especially in this day and age when everyone wants to do their own thing. And as parents, Sometimes we're going to be required to take a hard line and just stand for what's right. Now, it depends on the child's age because it's easier to discipline younger children, but as they get older, consequences become more severe if they're living under your roof. You are still in charge and your voice matters. And I would say, don't be afraid to let your child know 
their behavior is unacceptable and there will be consequences if they continue to disobey. Sometimes the best thing to do is to let them face the consequences of their decisions. Don't try to get them out of every situation they get themselves into, unless, obviously, unless there's real danger. Because foolish behavior and youth often go together, and dealing with consequences is sometimes the best teacher. I agree, Kate. It's really hard. You know, I have um, grown children myself, too, and young ones. And I always like to think of this that we are always a work in progress. You know, the tide is never too late. Character training is just going to look different. You're not going to sit down with a character card and teach your 20 or 21 year old how to be responsible. You've either taught the lesson and they heard it or you didn't teach the lesson, but it's never too late. Um, And the way that I have kind of maneuvered my way in this area, in our home, because we have young adults still at home, college age, I like to think about how I myself have to work on godly character and then use those ways to help my older kids. They're basically adults. I have poor character. I have to work on it all the time. It's a lifetime journey. And so it's going to look different and it may not be a tool, but it may be a talk. It may be an example. And I've actually had discussions like this with my kids. And I, and I say, you know, this person right here, you know, this person, and this is a situation a character quality that they never put on. Instead, they allowed to remain in this poor character state. And now I want you to look at this and I want you to see, is this what you want your trajectory to be? Um, This morning, I just texted one of my daughters and I said, you know, this week I'd like to begin working on such and such with you. Let's partner together and do this. What about these ideas? And um, it's different. It's different when they're adults. And sometimes we just need uh, accountability. Sometimes we need to deal with natural consequences, like you said, Kate, and sometimes we just need encouragement. And the thing I've noticed most is that sometimes we don't see our bad character and our older kids don't see it also. And we don't want to be judgmental and righteous. We just want to be compassionate and a support system. And the best way to do that is to work with them on it. And that is what I've discovered in my young adult season of kids. Absolutely, September. I think it's also important to remember, let's not make the mistake of assuming that an outward show of character equals a heart change. Right. Because God is more interested in the hearts of our kids than he is about some impressive show that they can put on. So I would just encourage moms that feel like, oh, I've been working at this for so long and I I feel like I'm not seeing any fruit Be careful not to diagnose your child's heart condition based on some man-made rubric that you have. The seed might be there just under the surface and might be growing. You just haven't seen it yet. But I do think that scripture makes it really clear that some of those character qualities that, you know, Kate and September mentioned are an outward growth of what's being planted inside. So it has to be a balance. You don't want to prescribe failure to your kids just because right now you're not seeing a lot of fruit. Um, But you do have to recognize that that character, that outward show kind of really does in some ways assess what's going on or can be a litmus test for what's going on in the heart. I think regarding a child who continues to make bad character choices. I think that we all need to recognize that children need to see 
the natural consequences of bad character. So often those character qualities often do have natural consequences. So when your child exhibits some bad character, they should be encouraged to make amends. I think that's one of the the best ways, the best disciplinarian ways we have in our toolbox to maybe make a 180 in character is just to require your child to make amends. Make sure that the consequence emphasizes their lack of character. So for instance, maybe your maybe your kids um, continue to make this like childish mistake or have a childish offense. But then on top of that, they try to lie to get their way out of it. I would say focus your primary attention to the lying because childishness will always be there. When they're a child, they're going to act like a child. But you really want to um, cultivate a heart of truthfulness in your kids. So when, when there's a character issue at play on top of a childish offense, I would say focus on the character issue the most. Would you girls agree with that? Am I... Uh, in left. I, I agree. I 100% agree. You know, there, it is, it is work to teach our kids character because one, we have to be living it. And two, we don't want them to be stuck in it. And so it's like pulling up this root. It just keeps reappearing. It's like a weed, but then focusing on what is really important, the lying thing, the deceit, that is a, that is a core, um, thing that, really should be addressed. And it's hard. It's very difficult. And I agree, Jamie, um, focusing on the consequences to something like that are, are just as important as focusing on everyday character. Right. So all these ideas are great, especially for the new mom who's just starting out and has basically a blank slate for fostering good character because her kids are still so young. But what about the mom, like you had mentioned, Kate, who feels like it might be too late? What can you tell the mom who has older kids and, and feels like the tide just might not turn because it's just too big? Well, I was that kid. I was 16 and rebellious and against everything my parents stood for. Now, this is back in the 70s when, when rebellion was just kind of the thing, and that was me. I didn't know the Lord. And I went down a very destructive path for several years until I met my husband and we gave our hearts to the Lord many years later. I mean, the best advice I can give is pray like crazy. Prayer works, even for prodigals like me. Honestly, I don't ever believe it's too late. But also, let them see real change in you, and it will hopefully prompt them to ask you about it. Know where you stand with the Lord. Know, know that deep in your bones and let them know that if they're living under your roof, some things are going to change. If they want to stay, they're going to comply. If they're old enough to live on their own, I'd let them know they're welcome to go if they don't want to abide by your rules. Because I, I don't know, I just, knowing how I was as a teenager, I do believe in taking a strong stance for what is right. I, I wish in many ways my parents had, but, but a lot of the things I did were deceitful. I was not showing good character. So they didn't even know half of what I was doing. But I think if, if your children are old enough, to, to live on their own and they're not wanting to comply with your rules, it's, it's perfectly fine to say, you know what, you can go live on your own and I will be praying for you because nothing, nothing works better than prayer if they're really at that rebellious place. That's what it's going to take. But that's for the extreme cases. Yeah, I, I echo that idea about prayer, Kate. I think oftentimes we say, well, I can just pray for you. 
Well, let's take out the just. That is the biggest thing that we can do for somebody, especially in the area of a heart attitude. Um, pray that the Holy Spirit grow the fruits of good character, the things that the things that September was listing from Galatians five, you know, the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, that's a good place to start. If you're not sure what to pray for specifically, go to Galatians five, 22 through 23, and it will list out the character that grows from the spirit. Um, and then if you're still not sure, I really encourage you to go to the mom to mom podcast. We have a list of prayer cards, 31 prayers for my kids. It's just a a free bonus that you can get um, when you subscribe to our podcast. And it there it's a download of 31 different specific prayer points to help you know how to pray for your children, to give you some specific talking points as you, as you pour out your heart to the Lord. Um, there's verses included, some sample prayers, and in particular character qualities to just not only help you pray for your child, but also to uh, help you assess your own character and know how you can um, model some of those things for your child. And even just to, to help you pray for your own self, if you feel like you're lacking in some of those areas. Building character is, isn't an easy thing. Like we said, it, it really takes a lifetime, but it starts with us. It starts with us moms. It starts with our everyday actions. When we model truthfulness, integrity, and hard work, we plant seeds of those very same things in our kids. But on the flip side, when we show them laziness, maybe a complaining spirit, resistance to the authorities that God has placed over us, we can't really be shocked or surprised to see that those qualities are playing out in our homes with our kids. More is caught than taught. It's a humbling truth, but one which should encourage us all to walk a little straighter because little eyes are watching. Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to know how you teach character in your home. Do you have any great resources or tools maybe that have been helpful to you? Head on over to the momtomompodcast.com and tell us about it. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, all those places. And if you're a regular around these parts and you've already subscribed, would you do us a favor? We'd love it if you would just leave us a rating or a review. It's just a cheap and easy way to um, get the word out about the podcast.